This episode sponsored by Helix Mattress, and they got a deal for you. 20% off all mattress orders, and as a bonus, you'll receive two free pillows. Just go to helixsleep.com slash opie with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Uh, <laughs> did it move? Well, I, I'm not going to go right to the punchline. You're talking about the dude massage, right? Uh, we'll get into the dude massage in a second here. Uh, behind you, Cocaine Bear. Very, very nice. Yeah, let me know. Last night coming home from dinner, um, we had a near miss uh, with a deer right after I told my wife. And some of you guys are going to roll your eyes because you're into this too. Like, oh, you know, we had a great dinner. It was awesome. And uh, we're driving home. And where I am, there's like, there's little tiny towns and then nothing. Like just to go to dinner, we had to drive twenty minutes to this town, and it's a it's like a, a long it's like a windy road. It would be absolutely awesome to come up here when the leaves change, and you got to be really really careful, right? And I'm like, you know, the one thing I haven't seen. She, uh, no, my wife starts. She goes, "What kind of animals do you think are up here?" And I'm like, yeah, obviously raccoons, possums, uh, but I haven't seen any deer at all, not one. And we've been here a few times over the years. She goes, "Yeah, I've never seen a deer either," you know. And then, uh, lo and behold, uh, no less than 15 seconds later, I'm jamming on the brakes because a deer pops out of the woods right in front of us. And literally the old stereotype, uh, you know, deer in the headlights, that's what happened. A mere 15 minutes after I said, I, I haven't seen any deer up here. So yesterday, um, you know, we went and got a, a massage. And my wife set up everything lovely for my uh, my birthday weekend, a little my and my birthday escape. And um, so she she's awesome because she calls to she's one of these people that then calls to confirm. And I'm like, you already did it. You don't need to confirm. So she uh, calls to confirm, and like we don't even have uh, we don't have any of this written down. Somebody made a mistake, and what. We're like, well, we drove like over two two and a half hours to get here from New York City, and they're like, yeah, we're pretty booked. And my wife's like, yeah, but the whole reason we're up here is get massages and chill out for my husband's birthday. What can you do? Oh, hold on a minute. Then the, the hold is for like 10 minutes. She goes, we could squeeze you in at uh, 930. That was yesterday morning after the live stream. We could squeeze you in at 930. Uh, we have a, a, a man and a woman available for your massages. And then my wife, she's, she goes, I'll take the man. It's your birthday. And I swear to you, she does not want a male masseuse ever. I've been with her a really long time. She does not want it. And I'm like, look, we're, you know, we're here together and part of my birthday celebration. It's just nice to be spending time with you without the kids. I go, I'll take one for the team. I'll, I'll take the man. <laughs> and my wife would literally lay down in front of a train for me. That's why I know she absolutely doesn't want a, a, a male masseuse. She did not argue it. She, she sort of gave me a, are you sure? But look, I just know my wife. We've been together almost 20 years. I'm like, oh, I'll take the man. <laughs> so we go to get our massages. We meet our massage therapist. And I was a little, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little relieved that. My male masseuse seemed a little, how do I put this? He seemed like he would be mad at Bud Light. Let's just put it that way. And he had a full arm sleeve tattoo on his left arm. 
So we meet. I feel sort of okay. My wife's masseuse, she was perfect. She was like, she was like built like a brick house. She was like Eastern European. She was ready to get in there. And I'm like, oh man. Oh man. So then we go downstairs, and now me and this dude are just like looking at the massage bed. It's such a fancy place. It's basically a bed. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> and he's like, it's all heated for you. I'm like, gee, thanks. And then he's like, gives me my instructions to derobe. He'll be outside. I'm like, oh God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. As he was going over everything, I felt the need to talk sports with the guy. You know, two men talking sports. What do you think of Aaron Rodgers? You think he could bring the Jets to the Super Bowl this year? And how about those Celtics? You think they could come back from a 3-1 deficit? Now it's 3-2, obviously. And then, uh, so we talked a little sports. And then uh, I, I, he stepped out. I disrobed. And then he comes back in and proceeds to dry brush my fanny. <laughs> All the sports talk in the world couldn't prepare me for the dry brushing of the fanny that started my massage. There's more. So then the dude massage continues. And then the other thing that really, really, really creeped me out, because he, he, like I said, he sort of had like a MMA look to him. Um, he had really, like, really soft hands. Like, like the, his hands were too soft. And then my wife said, like, after the fact, like, well, he, his job is to do massages and stuff. He's got lotions on all day long. And that's softening up his, his, his palms and his hands. I'm like, I guess... Then, you know, you got the trippy music playing. So I'm like, just focus on the trippy music and and whatever muscle he's rubbing out. Yeah, the dry brushing was supposed to take off the, the top layer of skin. And then when he's using the oils and lotions, then it has a, a better effect, I guess. I, I, I don't know. It just felt weird. It, it was like a hairbrush just scraping you. I was like, oh, God. And this is so true. I hate... I hate when you have something that is so unbelievable that you have to tell the people this is so true. I don't know why I do it and a lot of broadcasters do it because they're like, because I think they know that sometimes they pump up their shit. I think that's what it is. I like giving you guys like the inside baseball on how some of this stuff works. I believe when you have like a podcaster or a radio show host goes, this is so true. It really is true. And and they want you to know that it's really true because they know sometimes they'll pump up a story and maybe add just a little just a little heat on their fastball to make it a little better for the radio audience. I hate to give this stuff away, but it's kind of fun for me to do this all these years later. But this is so true. Happened exactly like this. So it's a 90-minute massage. And about a half hour in, I'm finally relaxed. The dry brushing the fanny's over. 
the lotions have been applied. I'm really just chilling out and saying, you know, those hands are so soft. They could easily be a woman. So think that. Uh, and it does feel all right. It feels okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm starting to feel relaxed until the man farts. <laughs> Until the man fart. It wasn't me. This guy, because he's a man, he's a man, baby. Like, I've been with my wife. Uh, I don't know, man. We met in uh, 2004. Holy shit. So that's going to be 19 years in, in, in this summer. 19 years. I've never heard her fart. And I don't know when she goes to the bathroom. And women out there right now are laughing because they understand this. They understand that it's their job as a woman to never fart in front of a man or uh, let them know when they when they go to the bathroom. So anyway, uh, he let one out because man, oh, he's a man. It wasn't it, it, it wasn't a, it was a silent one. And all of, a sudden, all of a sudden, in the middle of my massage for my my birthday week, I am smelling the most putrid fart in the middle of my 90 minute massage <laughs> I was this close to saying something and look I think a lot of you know by now I have I I am not shy I will I will say my my I will speak by mind I let it go let it go let it go but it was brutal and he knew it was brutal he had to have known he probably went for the you know the the one cheek sneak and uh, and realized right away that was a bad idea. And I'm just like, oh my god! It was like it was like it was like smelling salts. Like oh my god! And unfortunately, because you have your head in the that head thing, you you're you're facing right down where the where the the concentration of the fart is. That took me out of my game. I'm like. Oh. And it lasted. It lingered for a while, um, but I let it go. And then we uh, we got back into the uh, the dude massage. So then um, he goes turn over, and uh, I am proud to say it did not move. Ah, uh, cheers! And if he was looking down in that area, he would have seen basically the equivalent of an acorn popping out of my. Out of uh, out of the like the the silk sheets that were covering me for my my dude massage. <laughs> yeah, it was a skunk fart, Christina Marie. It was a skunk fart. Him or you? Okay, I'm a little behind on the on the comments. Uh, Ross, gross. All right, wait. Let me get through some of these comments. Queef. Oh, please, Joe Dale. You suddenly seem tense, Mister Greg. Are you okay? Yuck. Um, no, there was no there was no noise to this to this fart. But man, you know, it was obvious that it occurred. It was obvious. Oh, I did say one thing. He started rubbing my feet. I'm like, nah, right there. Don't rub my feet, dude. You're a dude. Don't rub my feet. <laughs> that was my line. Nah, I was like, I'm good there. <laughs> and then um, he put some hot towel under my neck and he's like working on my, my head a little bit and my shoulders. And um, I didn't notice this. I've had massages over the years, I haven't had one in a while. Might have been the first one since COVID, actually. And uh, I never noticed that you could uh, you could kind of smell the breath of the, the masseuse. I didn't know that until yesterday. Because I guess women, like, 
take care of their breaths a little better than men. I think I think that's what it is. You know, day to day life, you'll come across like dudes with bad breath, but you never. I, now that I think about it, you never really come across a, a woman with bad breath. I, I don't. I don't recall in all my years. So he's really. So he's like right up here, you know, and and he's working on my shoulder. So his breath is going this way. It wasn't bad breath, but it wasn't. It wasn't sweet breath either. <laughs> I was kind of smelling stale breath, if you need to know the truth. Stale. I'm just like, oh, God. And now my eyes are like, oh, my God. Pretty much ended that at that point. I couldn't wait to tell my wife. They, they, uh, they pretty much hold your hand and walk you after your massage into this, like, this mental patient room is what I call it, where everything's just white and soft. Like everything is the softest thing you ever will experience in your life. And it's like, it's like a bed couch and they carefully place you in there. Like you're some kind of like you're in one flew over the cuckoo's nest or something. And then they go, I, you know, I hope you enjoyed your massage. I'm like, thank you very much. You know, I, I was appreciative in general. The fart was brutal, but what are you going to do? And then uh, I lean over to my wife. I'm like, he farted. <laughs> she goes, no. She was ready to get up and complain. I'm like, no. I go, this guy gave me a gift because I can't wait to tell everybody on my live stream. <laughs> she goes, are you kidding? I'm like, no, I'm not kidding. I'm like, it was brutal. She goes, Did it, like, a, like a loud fart. I go, no. and never, never heard a noise, but I certainly smelled it. Uh, I couldn't let a male massage me. What's the point of that? Um, yeah, because I kind of like, there's something about it, like having a female masseuse that is way better than a male masseuse. But over the years, because I've played a lot of sports, I've had sports massages from guys, but that seems like way different. You're not playing the spa music and all that. It's just like, they're obviously just trying to, you know, get some of your muscles back in shape or back in the right place. So I've had a few of those over the years, but when you're at a spa and the music's playing and everything is like soft lighting and candles and, you know, there's aromas and scents, it doesn't feel the same. It, it absolutely doesn't feel the same. So. All right, knock it off. You need a new mattress. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Check out Helix Sleep. Helix is offering an unbeatable deal 20% off all mattress orders, and as a bonus, you'll receive two free pillows. This is their best offer yet, but it won't be available for long. Go to helixsleep.com slash Opie. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Man, I love my Helix mattresses. They are absolutely an upgrade for my old mattresses. The comfort and the support and the good night's sleep is unparalleled. Not only is the mattress itself exceptional, but the setup process was a breeze. Helix mattresses are conveniently delivered in a compact box straight to your door, free of charge. It couldn't be more convenient. Plus, they got the 10 to 15 year warranty, depending on the model you choose. Of course, this shows their commitment to quality and ensures your peace of mind. Chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine also recommend Helix as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. All right, Oak, what do I do? Well, they got uh, 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, 
mattresses designed for big and tall sleepers, and even mattresses specifically crafted for kids. And you're not sure which mattress to get? All right, it's simple. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz. Takes less than two minutes and discover your ideal mattress tailored to your body and sleep preferences. And then once you've found your perfect match, your personalized mattress will be shipped straight to your door free of charge. And you can test it out right there at home because they offer a 100-night trial. So sleep with the mattress for 99 days and then send it back. No, don't don't you do that. And Helix knows everybody's unique. And that's why Helix offers several different mattress models designed for specific sleep positions and preferences. If you sleep on your side, there are models with memory foam layers for optimal pressure relief. If you're a stomach or back sleeper, there are models with more responsive foam for essential support. Plus, enhanced cooling features keep you from overheating at night. All right, enough of my babbling. It's time for you to check it out for yourself, especially if you're in the market for a new mattress. And like I said, they got that unbeatable deal. 20% off all mattress orders. And as a bonus, you'll receive two free pillows. Best offer yet, but it won't last forever. Just go to helixsleep.com slash opie. Once again, that's helixsleep.com dot com slash op with helix better sleep starts now my wife really took care of me the last two days by uh, surprising me by bringing us up here in this place you know we've uh, we've gone to over the years but we haven't been able to come up here in i don't know man probably at least five years so uh it was just absolutely absolutely awesome and then there's like some hike hiking trail the spa is like far that way and you can either take a boring way home or you could like there's a hike in the woods that takes you like a good half hour, even though, you know, the spa isn't that far. I did that yesterday. Just, just chilling F out and reflecting on, reflecting on my life and um, realizing that I, I, I got some good, solid people around me, good, solid friends, great wife, great kids, really good family. Um, and a cool group of people that I get to see every day on the live stream. Life is good. Life is good. That pool all to yourself, nice. Yeah, man. I was in that pool by myself for over an hour and not not a noise. My wife's reading a reading a book in the white room, I call it. Oh, what is up with the high beams? Yeah, you've noticed that more people go high beams. You've noticed that, right? So I think it I feel like they've uh the newer cars, the the uh the headlights are are, are much different. Or we have more a-holes. I think we have just simply more a-holes in the world. I really believe we just have more a-holes that don't give a f about anybody else. They don't care. Like yesterday in the uh, the quiet room. So after the spa, like I said, they bring you into this white room with all this soft stuff. Giant window that overlooks this pond. It's just spectacular. The music is spa music. And everyone knows when you go in that room, you're like, thank you very much. That was an awesome massage. And then you go to your wife, how was your massage? And she goes, it was great, how was your massage? And I go, he farted, he farted. I'm going to complain. You're like that, right? And then all of a sudden, because you just had everything rubbed out, you're just like, oh. And now you're ready to take like an amazing nap. Until you run into the a-holes. And I wish I could 
like speak my normal voice right now. It was one guy like, all right, well, how long is the massage going to be? And uh, why is it taking so long? My appointment's for 1030. And everyone else is just looking like, it is so obvious. You just shut the F up in this room. And then, uh, and then this lady's like, well, you know, I, I, I just made sure he doesn't rub too hard on my left knee. <laughs> and everyone, we're all bonding because, you know, the room is kind of filled with people. And we're all looking around like, is this lady serious? Make sure he doesn't rub too hard on my left knee because. And then she's telling the whole story. And we're like, oh, that's just great. And then, you know, and then I did pipe up a little. I go, I thought this was the quiet room. My wife's like, <laughs> Because I started revving up. I started revving up. You know, my, my wife also needed this little little trip to kind of like uh, recharge. So, I, you know, we try to take care of each other. So I'm like, I'll, I'll take the dude. Because I know you'd be way more bothered by the dude than I am. But, yeah, in the end, I'm a little bothered by it. Yes. But I was very happy when he farted because then I'm like, oh, thank you for giving me content for my next live stream. I greatly appreciate it. You're not using the French press properly. How do you use the French press properly? Oh, I know how you use the French press properly. You're right, Pekka. You're right. This is how you use the, the French press properly. So you put the you put the coffee in there, right? At the bottom. Then you pour the water in and then you use the plunger to push. And then the coffee comes out all nice, all the way to the top, right? And then you take the French press and you throw it in the garbage. And then you go to the main house and get a, a cup of proper coffee. Cheers. You're right, Pekka. Michael Pelka, stunt brain. What's going on? High beams or bigger, taller trucks and SUVs? Well, that's what I'm trying to figure out, uh, Mr. Opelka. And then it's the high beam showdown. They're like, oh, all right, you're going to have your high beams on? Well, I'm going to have my high beams on. And then we're both just blinded, praying we don't want to play uh, bumper cars in the middle of a mountain somewhere. Opie whispering, he farted, I'm going to complain, is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Thank you. <laughs> she was so mad. And I'm like, she knows. She's been with me a long time. I'm like, no, you, no, the guy gave me content for tomorrow's life. I couldn't wait to turn this on to tell you that my my dude massage uh, had had a silent fart. I think I think people pay extra for that. <laughs> Uh, was October Sam's bit? He took credit. No, no, God, no. That bit came from me. I gave the idea to Sam and said, "Look, you got to find, you know, um, great stuff we could goof on." And and he absolutely took the ball. I hate Sam, by the way, but this is where I confuse people. Like when you hate somebody, you're supposed to go all in. But I'll tell you this: it was it was my bit because I knew that I was in a business that had a lot of really really bad radio. And I had the idea, and then I gave it to Sam and said, look, you, you know, find audio from shows that we could goof on. So he did a fantastic job with it, absolutely. But the the original bit was my idea. I came in with it because I was like, you know, we got to start making fun of these horrendous radio shows. Uh, I was doing a version of uh, October my entire career, but then we obviously really – honed it and developed it into uh, just a huge benchmark uh, bit for the Opie and Anthony show that everyone got involved with. But the initial little spark was uh, was absolutely my, uh, my idea. 
who invented WoW. I did. It was after John Valby's show. You know, there, there was a time like I, I, I didn't speak up about any of this stuff. But then I finally had it because people were really wondering, well, what did he actually do for the show? And then that's when I started speaking up about a lot of this stuff. But uh, with Matt Wednesday, I went to a John Valby show in Boston at the Comedy Connection when we were at WAF, the only station that really rocks. And Valby, like by the end of the show, was getting just regular girls to, uh, you know, to flash. And I couldn't believe it. I, I always thought, this is how stupid it was, but this is me a million years ago, so bear with me. I always thought, like, for a girl to do that, they had to be, like, a little a little special. Let's just say that, a little special. But it was just everyday, regular women willing to do this at a John Valby show. And a spark went off in my head, and I went back uh, and talked to Anthony about it. I go, I got an idea. And then, uh, you know, for real, me and him honed it at, at that point. We were trying to figure out a name. The 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 Whip Em Out Wednesday didn't come about right away. I forgot our original name really really sucked. And then um, this part I honestly don't know. And then one day the name you know the uh, the, the name Whip Em Out uh, whatever the the term Whip Em Out Wednesday popped, and then the rest was history. But that was a spark that. Uh, I brought to the Opie and Anthony show when it was just me and Anthony after going to a John Valby show and he would just point at girls and convince them to just flash the audience. It was absolutely insane. I'm like, D I go in, regular girls will do this if we present this properly. <laughs> so I was listening to an episode of yours when you first joined XM and you said that your ratings at that time were like college radio, but that it'd grow. Was that true? What were ratings like then? Well, they never gave us ratings, but, um, they literally never told us how many people we, we uh, talked to. But the fact is that when we first came back to radio, uh, Hugh Panero hated our guts. He didn't want to hire us. He, had, he admitted that. He says, I don't like you guys, but I understand that, you know, how, how you guys could grow an audience. Uh, that was his opening statement to us. We're like, oh, great. And then he goes, I'm no Mel Carmazan because Mel Carmazan was a huge radio exec that really – he was bothered that we took shots at Howard Stern, but he also embraced us because he knew we could make money for him and the company. And so this guy's opening line was, I'm no Mel Carms. And I looked at Anthony as the guy said it and it gave him a look like we're fucked. And then the guy hired us and we had no choice at the time because we messed up with that, you know, S for Sam thing at the church. And we were damaged goods. So we had to take the gig. Like at that point, I didn't want to take the gig, but I'm like fuck we have nothing else man we have nothing else and then the guy made our listeners pay an extra fee just to get us so satellite radio was really new to begin with so you didn't have a lot of people actually with satellite radio in their car and then on top of that if you had the service then you had to make an extra step to say yeah i want to listen to these guys and then they would unlock the channel so to your point dale uh i, I we were probably talking to I was probably talking to more people when I was doing college radio than that first, I don't know, was it about a year maybe? Uh, that first year at XM. And then Eric Logan got involved, and he's a you know old-school radio guy with a massive reputation, and he basically like gave Hugh Panero a talking to, like, what are you doing? And he opened up the channel, and that's when we started really, really growing. I mean, I... I will never have a bad word to say about Eric Logan. That guy just understood. He's like, what are you doing? You're wasting these guys. So, 
And he also saved our gig after a homeless Charlie, too. It's the company wanted us fired so badly. And and uh, and Eric Logan, I'll end with this. So we had this guy, homeless Charlie, literally homeless guy. You know, we were we uh, had people that hung outside on the sidewalk every day when we broadcasted. And we would send our guys down to see who was down there. That's how we discovered Big A back in the day and probably others, but definitely Big A was one of them. And then um, this guy was down there, legit homeless guy. And uh, I think it was Danny. Danny's like, this guy down here is effing hilarious. And we're like, all right, bring him up. And this guy named, we asked him his name. His name is Charlie. I think Dan, I think Dan, uh, Danny Ross brought this guy up because he was the one that was definitely going down the street and trying to see if there were any characters down there. And then, um, and then uh, the guy came up. We found out his name was Charlie. He was legit homeless. And then he just did a set on the radio that was beyond hilarious that you would laugh at in a comedy club. But it was really edgy. And, like, he took crazy shots that I can't even really tell. I can't even say what he was saying. But it was obviously way over the line and crazy, but really, really funny. And I thought people understood. This is the rantings of a homeless guy that's really funny. Boy, the company did not see it that way. And then the papers uh, papers uh, picked up on it and did a huge article on it. And we were in deep trouble. And I remember I was uh, I was on the street. I don't know who I was with. I'm trying to remember. I don't know if I was with Anthony because it was very rare me and him hung out. But for whatever reason, I feel like me and him were together when I got the phone call from Eric Logan. I'm not sure. I got to be honest and say I'm not sure. But I feel like... It was me and him walking somewhere. My phone rang. I picked it up. It was, it was Eric Logan. He goes, oh, listen to me. I'm like, okay. He goes, we're suspending you for 30 days. I go, no, come on, Eric. You know, I was always fighting back. He goes, no, listen to me. This is the best I can do for you guys. This company wants you fired. We are suspending you for 30 days. Because he was technically my boss. And he was basically hinting like, I, I don't agree with this, but this is what's happening. And I'm like, oh, shit. I could tell he was, like, scared and serious. I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, so we're suspending you for 30 days. Don't worry. We'll pay you. That was always the thing you would tell the press. Like, we're suspending them without pay. But then behind closed doors, they're like, go take a vacation. We're still paying you. Because <laughs> they knew it was great publicity, especially in the old days. And then we came back strong. But the company wanted us gone, especially that Hugh Panero. Had terrible, terrible breath. Yeah, I'm gonna say that his breath was horrendous. Um, he hated our guts, and he's like, "Ha ha! Finally, I got him. This homeless Charlie." And the press is really bad. We're firing these guys. And Eric Logan, I don't know what he said or did. Oh, I know what he did. Because Reverend Al was sniffing around. That's right, Reverend Al was sniffing around. He was like the main guy that was trying to get us fired, and Hugh Panero was in 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 step with. Uh, with Reverend Al, and I believe this is how I remember it. Elo basically gave Reverend Al a show on satellite radio to calm him the f down, to have his people back off from us, and then that paved the way where we could just have a thirty day, um, you know, suspended without pay, and then come back. I believe that's how it all went down. Yes. All right. Boo, 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 boo. Boo, 
boo 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 boo